Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, The Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. The car market is incredibly cyclical. You've got interest rates, inflation, and general consumer confidence to contend with. There are loads of used cars running around, giving people an easy alternative to buying new. They are durable goods, so you can easily just delay the purchase of a replacement if you need to. And to make things even harder for car dealerships, the margins are incredibly low, especially on new cars. Despite this, the pandemic and its immediate aftermath was a lovely time for this industry because of car inflation at a time when supply was low. Suddenly, the cars on the floor were going up in value rather than down, a little bit like a nursery where everything is always growing. There were loads of customers wanting to take advantage of low interest rates. The situation has now swung around completely, with Motus noting that oversupply from manufacturers is a challenge. Of course, so is consumer affordability with high interest rates. This leads to discounts on vehicles, and it's not as though they have much margin to actually play with to start with. But interestingly, the company attributes the 20-30% to drop in HEPs for the six months to December, primarily to financing costs because of the extent of working capital tied up in the business and the debt recently taken on board for acquisitions. The share price was flat for the week, so the market had already priced this in, with the share price down 20% over the past year. ATTAC is a REIT, or Real Estate Investment Trust, with an interesting portfolio that is skewed towards the waterfall area, which of course means Mall of Africa. The fund released an update dealing with turnover and footfall trends for November and December. It was full of interesting nuggets, like Black Friday being less of a thing in 2023 than it was in 2022. Now they measure this based on the ratio of December sales to November sales. But I do think that the noise in the data there is that if Black Friday trade has moved online, then ATTAC won't actually see that. So I think one needs to be quite careful with these trends. Importantly, apparel was up 19.4% and health and beauty 15.4%, whereas restaurants were only up 8.1% and takeouts 7.4%. Clearly that's good news for clothing and health and beauty retailers. It's not great news for the quick service restaurant groups like famous brands. When you consider all of the pressures on local consumers, I don't think it's a bad outcome that November was up 6.4% and December was up 10%. Sticking with retail, we need to cover clicks and its strong numbers for the 20 weeks to 14th January 2024. Retail turnover grew 11.8% and the group achieved its highest ever daily sales on Friday the 22nd of December. It also had its best ever week in the build-up to Christmas. This certainly aligns with what ATTAC told us about health and beauty. Importantly, comparable store sales growth was ahead of inflation, which means that clicks' volumes were up. Clicks grew market share across all core product categories, and they also saw very nice double-digit growth in Sorbet, the recently acquired chain. People clearly wanted to look good for December festivities, with growth of 12.3% in Sorbet. Wholesale was a less pleasant story, with UPD's total managed turnover down 6.3%. Turnover managed on behalf of bulk distribution clients took the biggest knock here, because wholesale turnover, which is the other component, was only down 0.8%. A systems transition in the main distribution center didn't help here. Overall, group turnover growth of 8% for the period does look solid, but again, clicks trades at a very high multiple, and the market expects this stuff. 
We end off with Woolworths, with the group continuing to fight for its place in a market where the average South African shopper just seems to be getting poorer. The middle class is buckling under inflationary pressures and low economic growth, with salary increases never seeming to be as high as metrics like food inflation. Consider that Woolworths Food had product inflation of 9.1% in the 26 weeks to the 24th of December, and fashion beauty home price inflation was 11.4%. Yes, there are easily distortions in here, and a lot of it does depend on what period you're measuring, but the reality is that affordability is a concern, and Woolworths is seeing this play out in the form of negative volumes growth. And even though David Jones is now out of the picture in Australia, Country Road Group is not without its challenges in that market. Sales fell 9.5% in comparable stores and 5% overall, partially due to a high base effect and partially just due to a rough economic environment. Overall, headline earnings per share or HEPs from continuing operations will be down by between 5% and 10%, and the share price lost more than 2% on the day of results, so this did seem to disappoint the market versus expectations. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.